Welcome to this week's Henchman of Comics. I'm Al Cushback. And I did it like this. I did it like that. I did it with a wiffle ball bat. I assume that's a song lyric to something hip. Maybe someone. It is. Okay. Okay. It is. It is a song lyric. Uh, it's by a group of gentlemen uh, who are there. All three of them are boys. The Four Seasons. Little... Frankie Valley and the Four <laughs> Seasons. <laughs> yep. Uh, they are a little beastly. Oh, yep. the coasters. Mm-hmm. They wish. They wish they could dish like this. Uh, real quick, I'm going to have a real quick non sequitur at the very top. I've got to tell you this earlier. But for the first time in, like I don't know, probably like a decade and a half, I actually intentionally watched an SNL skit. It's an older one for me, or for you, but newer for me. It's been out for like years. But it was Punk Band Plays Wedding. Uh, with Fred Armisen, Bill Hader, Ashton Kutcher, and Dave Grohl playing uh, a punk song at a wedding. Let, let me briefly interrupt you by saying that those cast members that you named have not been regulars in close to a decade. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I haven't. Last time I watched it, <laughs> I think uh, Will Ferrell was still a cheerleader. That That sketch is so old that I have no recollection of it ever happening. And I'm not sure it exists. Uh, it's probably the only wor- worthwhile thing they've done to stop watching SNL. Probably. Uh, in your eyes, anyhow. Uh, how are you, though, buddy? Are you doing all right? Swell. You feeling good? Yeah, fantastic. Never been better. How about yourself? How's, how, how's the wife? How's the kid? I even forgot that I had kids and I was married until you, you just reminded me. So I'm Oh, assume, you have two? I'm you have multiple children? I uh, did not know that. Yeah, I've got the big one and the little one. <laughs> is that how you refer to them oh i never refer to them at all <laughs> uh, i i to answer your question to me uh i am alive i have not died uh despite the rumors that you might see online uh despite the fact that i don't have a name on this podcast well I, whenever I, you starting those rumors uh, I was like, this seems a little <laughs> suspect. <laughs> I have died. Please don't try and contact me. Yep. Uh, I did. I did start that rumor. Mm-hmm. Um, that's true. That is true. I will. I will own it up to that. But the other rumors that also said the same thing, I didn't start those though. Okay. So since so. nothing exciting has happened this week, you want to jump into the show? To the episode? Uh, God, no. We have so many things to talk about you, child. Okay. Name one. The weather. Uh, the, uh, it is icy up in this bitch uh, where we're at. Uh, we know what Jared Leto is going to look like in the uh, in the new Justice League. Have you seen these photos? I did see a photo. There's two photos. It looked uh, like a 30 they, second Tomorrow's cover album. <laughs> uh, I hope they only cover their own songs and nobody knows which ones they are covering. I don't give a shit about um, this new Joker makeup. I think it's fine. What like um, I, I mean, I'm excited to see the Snyder cut, but like I don't. Yeah. I personally don't need like stills of new stuff to get me pumped. But, like if there's only like 
X amount of minutes of new footage. Like I, I don't need to see any of it. Just let me be surprised by watching it. I don't know why. Well, them. there's. Uh, I know what you're saying. So there's five minutes of new shot footage, which yeah. I don't know that that is accurate. That might be a put on. Yeah. Um, I think there's more than that. I think that he's lying about. Well, that. and there's stuff too that got edited out of the original version. That I'm sure. Right. Exactly. That we have not seen that he wanted in his vision. Whatever. Cool. Um, we got a we got a, a new trailer out, buddy. How do you feel about our uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? I was so excited when I did not watch the trailer. <laughs> Why didn't you watch it? I gonna are gonna see it. I already saw one trailer for it. I didn't see any more. I did see like some news article that there was some like either like mutant or X Men reference in it, which almost made me click. And I was like, no, probably just playing for clicks. I doubt there was one, so I'm not going to. Not that I remember. Uh, they said it was played during the Super Bowl. I watched the Super Bowl and do not remember that trailer. I remember playing during the Super Bowl. Okay. I also was on my phone because that was a blowout. How do you feel about Tom Brady with his seven Super Bowl, Alex? I, hate, I hated both teams. So, like, it was just like a lose-lose situation. It's like okay. finding out that two of your exes recently burned with you and then got together with themselves. It's just like, well, <laughs> I, you're just sitting alone just trying to scrape together some loose penny so you can buy a six-pack of Keystone Light. Uh, well, I mean, you are, you're a Raiders fan. So, I mean, it must have felt good to not have the Chiefs win, right? Yes. Like, that was the ultimate outcome that I was okay with. But it's also still Antonio Brown getting a ring, which I wasn't thrilled with either. And I'm not over... <laughs> That's so true. Too. I don't know why I haven't thought of it like that. Antonio Brown has a Super Bowl yeah. ring now. <laughs> oh, in the year that he got cut from the Pats, he would have won another one, wouldn't he? Was that two seasons? Oh, oh well, who cares? This isn't a sports yeah. podcast. Yeah. Uh, War Machine is going to be in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Thoughts? Prayers? What do you think? I think it makes sense. Probably, uh, I imagine maybe one or two episodes. Um, because he, the show, I mean, is still, I think it's going to deal heavily with Cap's legacy and who's going to carry that on uh, and how do they do it for someone that was so impactful to so many people. But, uh, War Machine is dealing with Tony's loss, and War Machine is, will be an Iron Man shadow. So I think we'll play some mirroring off that. Yeah, it, I'm I'm curious to find out uh, one big question, and I'm curious what you want answered out of this series more than anything, or what you want from the series. I want to know what the world thinks happened to Captain America. Yeah, that's a good question. But what, what does the world think is happening? died in the battle uh, with Thanos. Right? That's what I'm thinking, right? Yeah. But I feel like that diminishes Tony's legacy a little bit. That's true, too. And, like, we know that the world knows that Tony died because there's murals for him. I think it was talked about, too, in Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. Which is... I don't, I don't know if we, we address this, but that was the newest Marvel cinematic universe entity until WandaVision. Yeah. Yeah, it's the last thing. Which we're about to talk about it at length, by the way. Just okay. if you don't want to hear about that, you can skip until the last 10 minutes of the podcast where we talk about Resident Alien. Uh, Tom Holland has insisted Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are not going to be in Spider-Man. So that means they're going to be Do in Spider-Man. Do we believe no, Because Tom Holland <laughs> is in trouble for making stuff. So now we've just gone to the other far opposite of the spectrum. 
just downright lying. I feel bad because I he's probably doing press for uh, that movie Cherry that he stars in, directed by the Russo brothers. That's coming out. Yeah, which I've heard is great. By the way. Yeah, it's supposed to be fantastic. But like everyone's like, I don't care about this movie about opioid addiction. Tell me about the Spider Men. <laughs> yeah, Spider Men are going to be in there. Name them all. Each of them <laughs> and your outfits. Yeah, that's all that people care about. Uh, I I take this with absolutely no uh, ounces of truth. Yeah, to just them. like it was reported that Tatiana Mosley was not going to, or that she was going to be in She Hulk, and then she said that she was not going to be She Hulk, and now that and now she's She Hulk. So <laughs> it's got to be one of those kinds of things, right? Uh, they're trying desperately to keep things under wraps. Yeah, uh, that if you are the most popular thing in the world right now, entertainment wise, it's impossible to do. I'd be kind of impressed if they got Tim McGuire back because Tim McGuire is basically retired from acting. He doesn't act anymore. Uh, but for, to get him back for this is kind of cool if he's in it. Yeah, they would have to shell out. And I would imagine anyways. Um, I do want to take credit for something, by the way. Okay. Um, on our... The Challenger um, explosion. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm D.B. Cooper. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Taking credit for the Challenger explosion. That is a. I just, I, I thought that's where we were going. Was that wrong? Are, are you not taking credit? <laughs> I mean, no comment. I, okay. My lawyers are listening to this podcast. Uh, but I saw that Spider Man Miles Morales, the video game, sold over 4 million units since it came out. And I want to entirely take credit for that because I ranked it the number one comic book that's property. It, it, it actually sold one unit before that and then after yeah. episode came out. Just to me, yeah. yeah. It sold 3.999999. <laughs> You're welcome, Marvel. Okay. Uh, let's uh, transition over to uh, WandaVision Corner, okay. which is going to be a weekly corner for the next, I think, three episodes uh, okay. where we discuss basically half a movie's worth of brand new Marvel content. This can be spoilers for basically through episode five of WandaVision. Yes. Um, Jimmy Woo's in it. Yeah. He's great. Jimmy Halpert. Yeah. I want, I want more Jimmy Woo. I saw, and you probably saw this as well, that some fans want him to be like in Marvel X file style show. I would cream my pants. Oh, I agree. Like you're not, we both love WandaVision and we love the Mandalorian. I think we, I don't know, maybe you don't agree, but I think we probably agree that like WandaVision is like the more creative, like more ambitious storytelling format between the two. Cause the Mandalorian is kind of like the monster of the week style format telling, but I would love the monster of the week style show from Marvel. Yeah, that'd be great. Ooh, I'm curious. Which, which entity five episodes in is better the Mandalorian or I mean, WandaVision. For me, it's WandaVision. And I say that as someone that loves The Mandalorian. But what happened at the end of episode five just sold it for me. That's all I needed. I, I, and I, I, through four episodes, what would you have it ranked as? I had to be close at that point because episode four was when we saw, uh, make sure we're through episode five, right? Not six. Correct. Okay. Uh, that's the one that we saw Geraldine or Monica. Uh, we got to see her before she was an agent of sword and we got to see her on the hospital. We got to see the first moments of like 
post or coming back from the blip. Yeah. yeah. We saw some of that in far from home, but we didn't see like the real chaos that it caused. Uh, like we saw opening in a hospital was incredibly clever and the panic I thought was great. Yeah. Especially and, with the times and things going on right now. And I love bringing Darcy back. I love bringing Jimmy Wu into it. I, I am so happy that Darcy is back. Uh, I think that she is underrated. I'm not a, a massive Kat Dennings fan. I've tried to watch some of her things, and I think that she's fine. I thought you told me that Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist was your favorite movie. No, uh-uh. I thought that was fine. I'm pretty sure it's her uh, movies. Two Broke Girls. I've seen a few episodes. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I've seen uh, some of Dollface. It's fine. I enjoy yeah. her though. Like the problems. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. Her I agree. Properties with that. for our for me are they never lie with her. It's weird. Yeah, I think off the top of my head, I think I like. I'm thinking of you. Like I like Kat Dennings, but the thing I like in her that most in is probably the Marvel stuff. And like I watched Office like you did. I thought it was fine. I thought it was like a not as good version of Man Seeking Woman. I knew you were going to say that. Uh, yep. So yeah, and I would agree. So probably, I'm just going through her filmography real quick to see if like anything jumps out at me that I'm forgetting about and nothing nothing does Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist and that's really about it no I guess she was in the four-year-old virgin uh she was the daughter as the daughter yeah 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 yep huh. yeah whatever anywho uh I don't know if like I would I would really really have to think about it and it would be very close deciding between those two properties, the Mandalorian and, and WandaVision for me. I think I lean Mandalorian just because of my Star Wars nerddom really takes over. Um, and you see Luke come back and you sob like a little bitch. Spoilers for Mandalorian. Um, <laughs> but this was good. This was really good. And I know why this makes this property better for you is because we finally have an introduction to X-Men. We finally have some mutant shit in here. We finally got to see Fox's IP come over. This is why Kevin Feige spent millions of dollars to make sure yeah. this merger happened. Or billions, this I should is, say, I don't remember. This is the, the first sprinkling. And, and they're, they're doing Salt Bay uh, hand... Yeah thing right now like here you go baby just Which, a little bit i thought so there was actually i thought like you no know, mosh magneto earlier in that same episode whenever wanda exits the hexagon or the hex or whatever uh and she turns everyone's weapons against the sword soldiers magneto did that exact same thing uh in the x-men films yeah so like that i thought was like maybe that's a reference to her father but then we got the big yeah, the end. So whenever doorbell rang, one, did you expect it to be Pietro? No, I was, I was utterly, I was on the edge of my seat. I knew I was going to instantly recognize whoever was at that door. Like the way that they, that they played that moment was brilliant because you had about 20 seconds where you're like, yeah, who is going to be there? And you're like, who could it be? Could it be like Dr. Strange? Like, is he the sense of disturbance with like magic going on? Right. Could it be like, or like, like maybe like more author like Baron Mordo, who said there were too many sorcerers at the end of the Doctor Strange. Maybe it's someone like, maybe he's doing this whole thing and stepping in, uh, or another big Marvel character. I was thinking maybe Monica Rambo's back. Yeah, uh, that I think that would have been a great one as well. Or really any of the other Avengers that knew Wanda 
beforehand. But I, I honestly thought for a second, I was like, what if it's fucking Brie fucking Larson? <laughs> I was like, I mean, I can see it. Yeah. We've got, we've got the ties there. So we've when got you, the, some, some groundwork for it. Did you know it was Pietro when you saw the over the shoulder shot and you saw the silver yes. hair? Instantly. Did you Instantly. know that at that moment, did you think it was Aaron Taylor Johnson or Evan Peters? Uh, I was hoping for Evan Peters. <clears throat> I don't like Aaron Taylor Johnson's Pietro. Uh, I, don't, I, I, I don't think it was fine. Like, it, was, it wasn't great, but like Evan Peters was by far the better Quicksilver. No question. I think pretty much most everyone would agree uh, on that. And the fact that like we got him is just incredible. It is... Uh, Aaron is my girlfriend. Aaron, she is Italian, uh, and so instead of saying "chef's kiss," we say "Italian chef's kiss" because that seems more accurate. This okay? Uh, because <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is apropos nothing. But I was listening to another podcast, uh, Fat Man Beyond, and Kevin on there likes to say "chef's kiss," but they live stream it through like Facebook, uh, and someone in chat in their chat goes "Jeff's kiss." i just love that so i just heard it as that but yes like that to me and like i was watching it with my wife and we both had like audible reactions when it was revealed that it was uh evan peters uh because like that was i think the best reveal i've seen anything probably since baby yoda and the or no probably i guess since luke skywalker god disney plus is just killing it yeah, they're they're fucking nailing it. But th- this had so many good moments in it. Uh, we we find out that Wanda has stolen Vision's corpse. Yep. Uh, uh, and potentially reanimated it. Vision doesn't it remember anything. Yeah, Vision has no recollection of any of this. She know he knows who Wanda is, and that's about it. Yeah. The kids uh, age themselves up. Oh yeah, the kids age themselves up. They face off. What do you think of that that wonderful moment where they both rise up with their powers? Yeah, and she's got like her hand yeah. things in their house. Oh, yeah, that was pretty so great. much good shit. Um, and Darcy got her PhD. What about? Uh, yeah, congrats, Darcy. Uh, you've earned it. Um, although we entirely missed the best part of this entire episode, uh, which is the '80s montage to open it up with Baby Vision. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that not adorable? It Tell me adorable. that's not adorable. It was. Yeah. Now, there are rumors that people think that, like, it's not Evan Peters is not like Quicksilver from the X-Men universe, and it could be like Mephesto or something like along those lines. But I was like, just let it please just be Quicksilver and let him be a mutant. Oh, my God. I don't want anything else. They even bring up. Like the, a recast statement. Well, I, that was brilliant. That was I thought was probably the most clever thing of the entire thing. Whenever we get the reveal that it's Evan Peters, and then we cut to Darcy at the sword base, and she goes, "They recast Pietro, or she recast Pietro." What a clever way to do that! It's perfect for this for this show. I thought it was an interesting line. I honestly. Uh, I appreciate the cleverness of that because obviously we've got the TV show element. We've got the quote unquote cast of characters in her town. I didn't need it. Um, honestly, like if they're just like, Oh, Pietro's back. Like if it swept into the rug, I would have no issue with that either. 
let me ask you whenever like the episode ended at that moment after you got like over like the reveal you're like holy crap now i have to wait a, t- a week to find out what happens with him there we're still uh, i cannot wait to wake up friday morning before work i wake up an hour before work and watch television every morning while i drink my coffee and i cannot wait yeah i will it, probably have to wait till, like, friday evening so i have to do my best to like stay off the internet and avoid spoilers for the entire time Oh man, it's so fun! I can't wait. It is. It is one of the most fun shows. It is arguably more fun than The Mandalorian, um, but that's just because The Mandalorian kind of almost follows a formula to a degree. In this, I just don't know what's going to happen week to week. Yeah, after I, I a fair point, and we still have four episodes left of this, so we still have a lot left of WandaVision to digest. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, Mando surprised the shit out of me. And, and I, know I think this show will continue to do that too. They both had benefits well, to where the Mandalorian was coming after some arguably weaker Star Wars films. So there's lower expectations in that result. And whereas WandaVision have made the arguments. Whereas WandaVision was following the largest gap in new MCU content in a decade. Yeah, that's true. Since since the inception of what, Iron Man? Yep. Since yeah, since since oh eight, yeah, since yeah, I think you're right. I mean, that would be my guess. Yeah, I don't know that that's true, but here here we are. We were we were supposed to have like four or five other Marvel properties now, but I'm happy it's underway. Um, I don't think I have any more notes on this. Anything that you want to say to close this or no? Let's jump into Resident Alien. Resident Alien time. Okay, Resident Alien. Sci-fi TV series based off the Dark Horse comic of the same name. Uh, we'll be talking about the first three episodes. Uh, that's what's out at the time that we recorded this. Uh, stars Alan Tudyk uh, as this alien that has crash landed in... Where, what state are they in? Washington? Colorado? They're in Colorado. Colorado. Okay. Uh, in a small Colorado town with like the mountainside... Uh, Small population. Gorgeous scenery. Yes. And essentially, very, very twin peaksy. Yeah, it does have some of those elements to it. He essentially kills the person that he first encounters and assumes that they get because he can shape shape shift look like a human. And yeah. that's where we are. Uh, let me just say that there's nobody better suited to play an alien trying to pretend to be human than Alan Tudyk. Like, yes. The casting is knocked out of the park. He, uh, I do think the cast is, is strong for the show. Even the smaller minor character that haven't had like bigger roles yet, like the sheriff. Uh, like his the, deputy. Uh, his deputy, I love her to death. Yes. She's she, maybe like five <laughs> lines an episode, but she, every line is just fantastic. It's gold. She steals every scene that she's in, in my opinion. And in the most minute, ways it's fan it's just fantastic so fun she's Even, she's a delight the sheriff is great when he's holding that like press conference when there's another dead body that turns up and he's like not a murder on the loose the good news is that it's a serial killer <laughs> like why is that good news because <laughs> he's still okay. here give us a a rundown of what the show is so like i said alan tudyk takes a doctor or the person in his name is harold he's also the town doctor so he has to learn how to be a doctor as well in the small town because he's the only medical doctor that there is. 
he gets introduced because actually their previous doctor, right? Or their, I can't remember his name. Yes. He was, yep. yeah. The ta- uh, the actual town doctor has been found murdered. Yes. Uh, and he's actually excited to solve it because he's been learning English by watching Law and Order. So it's it's a mystery yeah. to him that, that he wants to solve. Uh, so that's how, and he doesn't understand human mannerisms, language, or anything like that too. So we get a lot of the humor in the show is derived from him misusing it or trying to understand or not understanding uh, what people are telling him exactly, oftentimes being too literal. Uh, but he's also... Or idioms or, yeah, whatever. Yeah. He's also incredibly murderous. And we find out at the end of the first episode that his intent is to blow up the entire planet and kill everyone. Yep, he wants to kill all humans, which I love as a concept. It takes me back to some, some Mars attack shit. I'm about it. Yeah, and this is actually... I will say, like, if the show does not get renewed, which I think... Because of sci-fi, there's a good chance we saw happen with Deadly Class and Happy, uh, sadly. That I just hope the show ends with him actually blowing up the planet. That'd be fun. If they need to have an extra episode filmed and ready to go just in case. <laughs> just uh, in case they're canceled. The, a lot of the fun of this, too, comes from the fact that obviously no one knows he's an alien except for one person, which is a little kid in the town who is the son of the yes. mayor. He's the only person that, for whatever reason, sees him in his alien form. And I will say, I really enjoy the character design, uh, whether it's special effects or makeup or both, for the alien uh, itself. Uh, oh, it's wonderful. Like, yeah. the, the makeup artistry on that alien is incredible. And how they'll just cavalierly throw him into scenes yeah. uh, uh, randomly. Uh, I'm like, that's got to be so expensive. To use this right now. I think the same thing. It's used just enough to. It's not like to where like, I'm wanting more. Oh, or I think it's overdone. I think it's just the right amount. Or I'm not like, oh man, I really need to see the alien a lot more right now. Yeah. Uh, Nothing like that. Flush out the other characters as well, too. He has. We've his, got the. Um, uh, we've got the, I guess, town nurse. Yes. I'm not sure what her official title is. I don't think we ever got it. Uh, but she. No. Uh, that's Asta. She's the first person that he starts to feel like some sort of like relation with, not like friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Not not a romantic relationship, but like she gets attacked by an abusive ex and he over aggressively defends her, which I thought that was an awesome thing. Like when he throws that guy through the wall and just like is choking him out. Uh, Oh, I, I love the shit out of that. Uh, I will say that, like, I wasn't expecting much from this show, and I think there's a couple moments, like, where it does drag at times, because it is an hour-long show, and the tone can be a little uneven, but I enjoyed every episode I watched. Every last one of them was fun. Every single one has made me laugh out loud. Um, They've also all made me giggle like a little school bitch, and I'm here for it. I also love the casting. Uh, Everybody that's cast in here, uh, including... Uh, the sheriff who prefers to be called Big Black, yeah. uh, which is ridiculous. Uh, he gets really upset when when people do not call him that. Yep, uh, we've got the bartender who's kind of the like town floozy, yeah, who really wants to bang the shit out of the alien Alan Tudyk. Um, I love all of these characters. I love the casting too for another reason. These are people who are going to be like the number one choices, like in Hollywood, like 
people's body types are what the fuck ever. Like you look like a normal human being in this show. Yeah. Like they're not, they're not out there casting, uh, you know, the, it's not the CW. Yeah, exactly. They're not trying to cast all the 20 somethings, uh, with 2000, uh, style model bodies. Like it's, it's actual people. I love it. I love the casting. After the first three episodes, what is your favorite part of the series so far? Uh, I love the voiceovers uh, for the alien um, <laughs> and how he just like will cavalierly uh, talk about murdering a child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah. I, here's, here's my checklist of things to do. I need to destroy the world. I need to get rid of this grown man's dead body. I need to uh, make sure I'm at this insane job on time because I'm a doctor now and I need to kill this fucking kid. Yeah. That <laughs> leads like to my like, favorite moment. It's like the rivalry between <laughs> him and the kid. Uh, it's that, so like, great. The fact that he actually cut the brake lines on his bike. because <laughs> <laughs> We figured out that like for a murder, it can, it can make it look like an accident. So he's like, how do I do this? That's a new concept to him. So he cuts the kid the brake lines. Oh, yeah, on on his bicycle, and then he, the kid just immediately wrecks. Yeah, and it's not like he like was going down some hill. He just like breaks the like he uh, he crashes in his like driveway. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, what do you th- what do you think about the music choices in this in this? I thought music show? cues were pretty good uh, for the most part. I don't. We've got we got Violet Femmes. We've got yeah. the old dirty bastard. I love it. And everything that's in here, um, they do the song Starships, which is like a top 40 song that yeah. I do not care for. But we're talking about aliens here. Like, it's very fitting. Yeah, I, I, I didn't like the, I I like the song it. either. But yeah, I thought it worked for the show and worked for the kind of song that you would dance to in a bar in a town like that. Oh, I know. Oh, I, I, I know this town. I've been to this town and I've been to that bar. In How this about town. the scene wherever he's performing a pelvic exam on his patient? And he got the wrong patient, so he didn't look up how to perform it. And so he's under <laughs> like uh, the sheet, uh, examining her and trying to Google it. He actually did, like, takes a photo. Uh, she's like, "You just take a picture." <laughs> you know, I don't know. This this show is way more enjoyable than it should be. It has no business being as fun and as good as it is. I was I was so pleasantly surprised. I actually expected good things from the show. I, I kind of had somewhat high expectations, and it didn't disappoint. We actually not for a second. We never watched the last sci-fi comic book show, uh, which was Vagrant Queen, also a Dark Horse comic, I believe, uh, that came out last year, and that show was canceled. So I don't know about you, but I'm hoping the show gets another season. It's just so fun. This could honestly be an ABC comedy. Like it has no. It's too good to be on sci-fi i agree I, I feel like if it was like if it was like on netflix you'd be hearing a lot more word of mouth about this show yep absolutely uh like, the only thing though is if it was on abc this cast wouldn't be here that's true which is is really sad you know and uh it's a shame too even though like we're kind of like pre-morning this even though it's been canceled but like alan tudyk like you said is just so great in it and uh, deserves more. He's great as uh, Mr. Blank and uh, Doom Patrol. Uh, and just so, so everything he does, it's just fantastic. 
there's so much of the plot dedicated to killing a 10 year old child. And continuing. So <laughs> it is nonstop every yeah. episode. Like he's like, I got to kill this fucking kid. Yeah. And while he still um, plans to blow up and they're just fun to do. Cause like his ship crash landed. So like he is scouring to try and find the weapon that he lost out there and the ship itself. We saw the hiker fall on top of his invisible ship. The episode ended with like a completely rotted corpse on top of the ship. With two dead birds. Oh, I know. That was so shocking. I had no idea what happened, you know, when we saw that. And then at the end, I was like, oh, fuck, that's awesome. Yeah, so stuff that, like, yeah, so, this show can still surprise you in a lot of ways. Yeah, some hiker fell from, so the alien technology is something that allows you to be, like, suspended, like an inanimate object just hovering yeah. in the air. And this hiker falls off this cliff and basically uh, lands in the field of this yeah. force field type thing. I'm guessing and it, he just starves to death. Yeah. I'm guessing so it has some sort of like exposure gravitational, uh, hold to it as well or pull to it, which is explains like why he couldn't just like roll off and why the birds stayed there as well too. This reminded me of an image comic book. Can you guess which one? No. Uh, revival. This reminds me a lot of revival. Interesting take. The same small town feel. Uh, small town feel, very winterized, um, odd cast of characters, a little Twin Peaksy. A lot of skull caps. So many skull caps. Yeah. Not enough, if you ask me. Nothing but. but um, Alice is wearing a skull cap right now. It's all I wear. <laughs> The thought of you in a skull cap just gives me so much delight. I can't put into words. If you want to get me a Christmas gift next year, get me a photo of Alex in a skull cap. Well, that is going to lead to some interesting outings when I go Christmas shopping. Oh, oh by the way, Alex, um, I, you just had a birthday recently, so happy birthday. I don't think I've officially told it to you to your face. Uh, but I celebrated your birthday by stalking your Facebook and finding ridiculous photos of you and then showing them to my girlfriend, and we just had a good laugh. I mean, on my your Facebook behalf. shows where I'm still engaged. You've been married with kids for years. <laughs> oh, my God. Talk about this show some more while I find these photos to show you. I honestly haven't logged in in, in years. Yeah. That's me at Fest, it looks like, because I've got all those wristbands on. I thought they just wore a lot of bracelets. Uh, that was more like in fifth grade when I was wearing my WWJD bracelets all the way down my arm. I need to, I'll, I'll, need, to post this. <laughs> I'll need to post this on uh, <laughs> Instagram or something because it looks like you're just furiously jerking off in this photo. I mean, that... <laughs> That one surprised me with Facebook's loose restrictions. Uh, oh, my God. I, I'm just so happy about this. So what do you rate this on a scale of 1 to 10? An 8 solid, like a solid 8. It was really good. Um, yeah. And I, I often say I'm going to watch stuff, but I don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I admit uh, I admit that, uh, which is the first step for something. I don't know what it, that is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it was it was a lot of fucking fun. It was so much funnier than I ever expected it to be, and I expected it to be funny. 
Yeah, I'm I'm actually going to I'm exactly at eight two. And like you said, it was a lot more fun than I was expecting. And it's only ten episodes. I've committed to three. I'm looking forward to watching seven more. Like that's not much of a commitment at all spread out over seven weeks. No, and then I hope we get to talk about uh, the season two premiere in a year from now. I really, yeah, I really do. Too. Or there's a good chance that this might make our top ten, for one of us at least, and we will lament its cancellation then. Uh, yeah, there, there's, a sol- there's a non-zero chance that this will end near the top five. That's imp- I mean, we have a lot of stuff coming out this year, supposedly, but obviously stuff's still being delayed. Uh, yeah, I, I am not counting any chickens. There, this show should not be anywhere near my top ten <laughs> with what is scheduled yeah, to yeah. come out. It shouldn't. There, there's no business for it being there. You're talking However, about DC animated films, right? <laughs> uh, uh, Alex knows, uh, and if you listen to our podcast, you know my absolute hatred for all DC animation. All of them. Other than Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah, just got a black heart. Yep. Uh, Mask of the Phantasm so good. Bat- Batman and Catwoman right now by Tom King has, has Phantasm again. Is it I really? I can't wait to experience it. Yeah, that's like the villain. Wow. I, I haven't started reading it yet, though. I, I would know because I'm five years behind DC because it's only print hardcovers and, and loose leafs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll release a zine every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fuck DC. I love DC, but I hate DC. Love DC content. Hate DC publishing. Hey, there we go. That is the right words. Yeah. Perfect. But speaking of DC, DC, next episode, we're going to be talking about, we're still sticking with DC. We're going to be jumping into Superman and Lois on CW, which is the newest show on uh, Arrowverse. Yeah, uh, ask me how much I give a fuck about that show. I, you already told me it's your number most anticipated thing of the year. Yep, it really and truly is. You love. I don't know Tyler anybody Hoffman. who's in it. I've I've seen uh, zero trailers. You are, you are the mass. You're the biggest Tyler Hawkman fan in the entire world. Let me rewatch the premiere of Black Lightning, please. Well, season four or five. I think it's season five now of Black Lightning. Jesus. Uh, just remember, it's the last season of Black Lightning, I believe. How did they make it that far? It's a CW show, that's how. Yeah, they don't cancel anything. No. If you want Resident Alien to run for four seasons, put it on the CW. No, I will say, they like, as, as much as anything. CW has their problems and their stuff can be formulaic, and I've watched a lot of their shows and enjoy some and dislike some, I appreciate a network that will take chances and let shows run with not the best ratings run for multiple years and let them get a proper ending. I mean, that doesn't seem like a great plan monetarily speaking, but for fans of, of shows like that, that sounds like great, great news. Uh, somebody get the Firefly people out here. I think that needs to happen for those people. Uh, I think Joss Whedon might be canceled at this point. Oh my God. Yeah. There's so many Joss Whedon cancel things right now. Yeah. But you know what? Hollywood keeps giving this asshole jobs, so yeah. we'll see. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this week's Instagram Comics. I'm Alex Eschbeck. And fuck Joss Whedon. <laughs>